just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. I came from Philly, then I moved to Harrisburg. Spent time in Cali, blowing on the rarest herb. Made some bread, was a manager then. Good at dealing with people, couldn't handle intent. Money had me scrambling like Randall back then. Ups and downs with my chick, hold the hands on the man What's the dough really mean without family and love? Still go for your dreams, but put family above All the shallow shit, people try to take you off your path You don't allow that shit Stop wanting love from those that don't know you Appreciate your folks that seen what you go through Why would I stop? I don't even know how Papa Zan, that's the only way I'll slow down I could entertain y'all, but I'm no clown Puff and puff on the L till it blows down Just living my life, just living my life Just living my life Just living my life, just living my life Just living my life just living my life. Just yeah, yeah. A little Vito intro music. How do you like that? I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Positive. Yeah, it's very, very, very positive. I like it. it makes me. I, I, I say it's like because he's a, he's originally a Philly dude, but he's a still a huge Eagles fan, and I'm not a big Eagle guy, but it is. Uh, I, I, it's like a that's like a, a Rocky theme song. Like you're in the gym listening to that, and you're running on a treadmill. Like you're like, yo, I can. Yeah, I'm gonna fight somebody this weekend. I'm, those, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna change my life. I'm it's gonna fight like for a, everything I want. It's like a motivator. It is. It's a very motivating song. That's why. That's why it's our intro music. I like it. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys like what you hear, obviously check all the links below for everything we're gonna talk about today. Um, if you are a regular viewer of the show or if you're someone who cross watches shows so if you like you know not cool in high school or if you know there's 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 a few people out there that kind of tune into everything um you've been on the show before i have with not cool in high school yeah. i think twice right i believe twice yeah yeah were you on a bang of beers that's what it was i was on bang of beers once and not cool in high school once not cool in high school so yeah, you, we did a bunch of ipas on yeah yeah so you're this is now you're on uh Obviously, interviews. Yeah, so three out of four. You got to start watching wrestling, and I we'll do. sneak in one time. Do the I mean, if we do like '90s to early 2000s wrestling. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, yo, let me get this. Yeah. So give us a quick intro. Oh, a little, God. Uh, give, give, for people who haven't seen the other shows, give us your name and a little bit about here. All right. Well, uh, my name is James Murphy. Uh, you know, I am from here. I work in a prison, and I do music, and I write poetry and books, and. I play video games like a ton, a ton of video games. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Um, born and raised in School County? Yeah, Pottsville. Pottsville. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Um, we met a while ago, but it was like one of those things we met and we were like cool with each other, but we didn't like hang out, hang out. Right. Uh, we met when you were working with GameStop. Yep. Yeah. And I, we, we just kind of go in there and I was one of those customers who hung out for like three hours and we just bullshit about video games. And I miss those days. It was literally the not cool in high school podcast in a video game store. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and that that's the idea of the show. Like it's just that you just get a bunch of people together who have like minded interests and we talk about stuff. And that's why I enjoy doing those shows. <laughs> I, I like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because like I talk to people like my fiance, she does not game much like she likes bioshock she's a huge fan of bioshock but yeah. other than that that's not it so i go home and i'm like yo the new monster Hunter expansion just came out and i spent three hours trying to kill this thing and she's like well it's great 
like, can we talk about something else now? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I- everyone, and the cool thing about Not Cool in High School is everyone is a nerd with its own topic. Oh, I have the beer burps already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, that's like, and that's the cool thing about the show now. Like everyone kind of has their own little niche. Like I have like Steve Miller's on the show um, from Gorilla Pack, yeah. And he's like a tabletop game guy, Dungeons and Dragons, Malifaux, you know. And then Jason's kind of into those B-rated horror, you know, exploitation films. Like he likes that kind of stuff. Ben is into like the anime. Andy's a little bit in the anime, but more the comic books and stuff. And then I'm, well, we're all video game players. And then yeah. I'm kind of like the video game pop culture nerd. So it's it's fun, man. It's a really cool time. But uh, when you were on before, we talked about like your video game stream. Yeah, so how's that going? Uh, to be honest with you, I still kind of haven't gotten back into it. Okay, uh, partially because my computer is still in the shop. I was just talking to uh, Intel today because their processor that I I bought from them is not uh, wasn't working. It's defective, and oh, wow. I'm still waiting for it to be replaced. They kept saying, "I don't know how a company that makes these things, like makes processors, can tell me that they have none." That's the problem right now. Is they say they don't have any in stock. So I'm waiting for a refund from them. And here's the funny thing. I talked to the store today uh, where my computer is at, and they said that they're not even giving me back my full refund. Like, I paid for $530 for this processor, and the refund check is for 499 What? What? <laughs> I, I don't get it. So <laughs> is, now I know there's, like, two different – what kind of processor? I have an i9-9900K. By who? Intel. Intel. And then the other one's, what, AMD or something? Like, there's, like, two different... The other different, one is AMD. Yeah, yeah. they're, like, the Microsoft Sony. Right. Yeah. yeah. AMD has better processors, that's really? for sure. Yeah. They just, like, they're better at making them, and it, it gets all into this crazy nerd shit that half the people watching probably won't understand, but, like, they have this <laughs> different architecture where Intel, or, uh, Intel is still, like, 12 nanometers, and AMD's down to 7. Yeah, I don't know any yeah, of this. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but... Intel, it's like so. AMD's cramming a lot more cores into theirs. Like the like the newest one has like two, 16 cores, thirty two threads. That's crazy. That's huge. Yeah. But like they just because they have more doesn't mean they necessarily work better. Mm-hmm. So for stuff, if you're doing like like creative stuff like uh, Photoshop, video editing, AMD processors, that's Perfect. the way to go. But for gaming, you want to go Intel for most mostly. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. It's good to know. I'm uh, I'm actually looking to uh, get a new laptop here. So before I purchase, I'm gonna consult you here. Yeah, that's fine. Because I want to I want to be able to video edit, maybe game. For obviously, it's mostly for editing, but I also want to be able to stream. Like not like not stream the game and play like play it and stream it, but like mm. go to the console, r- route it to the computer, and then use that as the streams the streaming box. Yeah, yeah. Or like live stream our our our, our stuff. Yeah, because it'd right. be really cool to do like live streaming the banging beers and stuff. Because then I don't have to video edit them. <laughs> it's all done there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to do like where I'm streaming it and I hit a button and have our like our logo with the music playing. And then hit the button, and the logo goes away, and then it's like what you what normal streamers right, do. Yeah. Like, and then once it's done recording, it's up to YouTube, and we're done. Yep, it's this beautiful. Stream decks, man. Yeah, Stream Deck is good. Elgato makes really good products for that. I have an I, Elgato. I bought for the, uh, Black Friday. I picked up an Elgato HD60. I, I picked up a Camlink, the 4K Camlink, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh cool, I can start doing this. And then I put it on the computer, and they're like, no, your USB ports are way too old. This none of this is gonna work. And your computer's not strong enough to do any of it. So I was right. like, well, I have the pieces now. I just got to upgrade that. So we're there. We're just not all the way there yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it was surprising because, like, I was reading about doing, like, you know, that's why I have two 
PC so I can use one strictly as a streaming. Mm-hmm. So and the other one plays. Right, because it takes the workload. Like, if you're streaming on one, it, it, the workload is all on that computer. Yep. It's very processor-intensive to stream. And then your video card is obviously running the game. Mm-hmm. So if I take the processor, you know, uh, the stream to a different computer, then that frees up the entire processor and the video card to just run the game. Yep. While that one just runs the stream. So yeah, I'm going to run run the game through the system mm-hmm. and then the computer doing the stream. That's yep. my goal. Yeah, that should and be then, easy with, with Then that, the computer, so. I would just have... The, the system plugged into it, plug up our board, everyone's mic'd up, and we could do, like, live stream. Like, what I would want to do is, like, certain at nights, like, play, like, Drunk Mario Kart or, like, Jack <sighs> Party Box, awesome. and we all kind of, like, sit around and play <laughs> and do awesome. a live stream for it. Or, like, Madden tournaments and <sighs> Street Fighter tournaments. You know, I was just thinking about Madden the other day. It's been so long since I played. I, mean, I try to play the new one. I'm not good at it. I took too, time, too much time off. See, that, that was my problem, too, because, like, back in, like, I mean, I still got it. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Back in, like, 0405, I was ranked, like, top 25 on Xbox Live. Yeah. And then I was playing so much, and my, my, my friends would come over wouldn't play with me anymore because I'd beat them, like, fucking 50 to nothing. You know? <laughs> and then I, I used to be up, good. I, I used to be really like good. 18 or 19, I think, and my nephew was like, yo, you've been out of play for so long. He's like, let me, let, let's play a game. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like... And he picked the Vikings, and I picked my team. I picked the Falcons, and he thought he was going to win, and I beat him, like, 51-24. Yeah. I was like, I still got it, man. He can't, like, I'm not going to forget it, yeah. you know? The game has changed, though, a yeah. lot since back then. I the mean, movie's a lot different. Hit oh sticks. you got to be right on top of them. You can't That's cheese hit sticks. It was great to be, a, like, a Falcons fan back then because all I had to do was pick Michael Vick, pretend like I was going to pass, and then just run every time. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had 100 speed. Like, yep. how do you catch him? You don't. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I remember the game top, the GameStop tournaments. I would either win or come in second almost every time. Mm-hmm. Except, like, the very last year you guys did it, I didn't do very well. That was the year that the Niners were, like, God team. You couldn't do anything to them. If, if Frank Gore took an outside pitch, you couldn't stop it. Speaking of football, good Lord, these games this past week. Ooh, it's a good playoff season. Yeah. Who are you rooting for now? I I uh, I don't even know like because I'm so I'm so like conflicted. I mean my team's not in it. I really wanted to see Lamar Jackson go all the way just because I feel like he deserves it. Yep. Uh, he ain't going anywhere though. That team's gonna be good for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that blew my mind. I really didn't think they were gonna lose like that. Yeah. I mean the Titans handled them. Yes. Handled them. And uh, I kind of I still want to see. Mahomes at least get to the Super Bowl, yeah. Because I I really like him as a quarterback. I think he, his his game knowledge is ridiculous. I mean, did you see that one play? I think it was earlier this year, where he was scrambling out of the pocket and he looked behind him to see if the ref threw a flag to know if he needed to try on this run. Like if not, he was just going to run out of bounds. Yeah. But he saw the ref didn't run, throw a flag, so he booked it for like 15 yards. It's yeah. like that's such insane to have that much awareness to look to see if there was a flag. Beer burps. Woo. Beer burps. <laughs> to see if there's a flag to, to like, it's just insane. And he, yeah. I feel like he's so good and he deserves at least a shot at it. I want, I want Kansas City Green Bay Super Bowl. I see. I, I feel like, I mean, I haven't really kept up with the stats so much and I'm not a Pac fan by any means. I don't hate them, but yeah. And I know Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers I feel like he's that'd be fun. I feel like he's like I mean again I don't know, but I feel like he's not as like glorious this year. Yeah, I want I want KC to win it all. I'm I'm a fan of the underdog. Uh, I just looked up yesterday because I was like I don't I don't really know divisions too well, so yeah. I was like you know it'd be really cool the Texans and the Titans. I was really like they're in the same fucking division. Yeah, so that can't happen. But yeah. I think that the Titans kind of deserve it 
I mean, they've beaten everything by a landslide. They beat the Vikings, they beat the Steelers, and they beat the Patriots to get in here. So that's not and, easy to do. Uh, Derrick Henry is literally going off. Yeah. Like, he had 30 carries yesterday for 195 yards? <laughs> that's absurd. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I, Ryan, I remember we were at a brewery this weekend, and I remember we walked in a brewery, and I looked at the TV, and I was like, holy fuck, the Kansas City's getting their ass kicked. Yeah. And then, like... 13 seconds later, there it's a tie game. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I, I turned for two seconds. And then they just turned it on. Yeah. No one had a shot after that. I've seen this meme today on Facebook. It was like, uh, who was it? Travis Kelsey talking to Pat Mahomes. He was like, you know, it would be great if we let them score 24 points and then we turn it on. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> that was- exactly what they did. But, um, yeah, so uh, since you were last on, um, new house. I guess you just got your new house the last time you were on. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, and then... Baby on the way. Baby on the way. The third. Are the we third. allowed to talk about that? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Um, <laughs> and then uh, trying to think. Of, oh, um, how, how you, you were going through some stuff, you know, with uh, with work. Is that all taken care of? Like some medical stuff you're going through? Oh yeah, yeah. That's all taken care of. I don't know what. I don't even know what it was. To you be said, honest like, with you, blacked out or fainted was, or something. It was like I just got. They felt like they felt like I had a stroke. Yeah. It was weird. Like I was having. My blood pressure was super through the roof. It was like 160 over 115. It was ridiculous. And like I was trying to, I remember the reason why I went to go get checked out is I picked up something that was trying to read to a trainee and I, I looked at it like right here and I'm like, I, I see that there's words there, but I don't know what the fuck it says. Like yeah. I couldn't read it this far from my face. I'm just like, I need to go get looked at. But it was like I was getting dizzy no matter what. Like I, if I moved my head any sort of way, I was getting dizzy. Like I had to go to physical therapy to retrain. They said my left inner ear was really bad. To retrain it not to like, totally destroy my equilibrium anytime i moved around wow so, yeah it was crazy and then you're good now yeah worked it all out oh yeah but still really didn't figure out what what the main cause was no, they had no idea that's kind of scary yeah isn't it <laughs> you're like oh I, like just... I, I told them every like i told everybody i was like i kind of wish they would have just found something on my mri so i knew what the fuck was going on yeah well as long as you're good how long has it been since then like no no symptoms no nothing uh well i went back to work at like on november 11th i've been I mean, good sense. Yeah, pretty much. Good. No, nothing, nothing, nothing like it was. Yeah, you know. And now your 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 main project now that you got going on. You're you're working on a, a book. I'm working on a book. Yeah. So what is what is the premise <laughs> of this book? Oh man, where do I even start? Because like I have such grandiose ideas for everything that I try to do. Because I I am, hear you. I am yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am not like. A, Here's here's my thing. You're all or get, nothing. This is going to get kind of spiely here, but yeah. this is what I think. Like in in anything, like I try to be the best I can do. When I was in Aaron Charles writing lyrics, like I tried to to write the best lyrics that I could, and a lot of the stuff that I wrote for them was things that have happened to me, but I wanted to write them and in, in, in such a way where people can pick up these lyrics and be like, "Yo, this shit happened to me." Like I can yeah. get in, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that was my forefront. Like I wanted people to to go out there and read these lyrics, be relatable. Right. So, um, and the same thing I'm doing with this book. I, uh, it's called The Saga of Eternal War. Um, it's a fantasy novel set in like medieval times and, you know, swords, no dragons, nothing like that. Good Lord. These beer burps, man. The beer's so good, though. This is Spruce Willis. We're drinking a Duclaw Brewing Company Spruce Willis Yippie Kaye motherfucker. Um, it's an ale brewed with spruce tips, so it's, there's actually a tree in here. There is actually a tree in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it tastes like a tree. Yeah. But a good tree. I mean, it's a good tree. Yeah. So, fantasy, swords, shields, 
you know, bows, all that stuff. And there is they there is gonna be magic. Not like I mean I I this is probably like you know not nerd of me to admit, but I have not ever watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. I watched um, two seasons. Pretty good. It, I I enjoyed it, but I just didn't keep going. Fair enough. I, I have a really hard time with episodic shows. Did you watch uh, Witcher yet? I started to. Yeah. Um, me and uh, Kate were actually watching it, and then she I, fell asleep. I watched the fucking corniest stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I'm like, all right, I'm going to go on Netflix. I want to find something new. And then it's like uh, I go through it, and then I end up landing on a documentary, or I land on a comedy special I've seen 14 times, or I just start rewatching The Office. <laughs> and I never pick up anything yeah, new. The office is great. Um, I just started watching the show The Circle. It's like a it's like a reality show. It's fucking corny, but it's really fucking good. It's like it, once you start, it's gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna feel stupid watching it, but it's 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 crack. Hmm. Yeah, I have to try it because we're looking for new stuff. Like we watched uh, Kate and I. We watched. Uh, God, like I'm like my words are gone. Oh, the R. Kelly documentary. Oh my was. God, how crazy! They said they said a part two's out now. Really? It's on TV. It's not on Netflix yet, but it's on TV. Like I, I told my one buddy, like that lives with me, Sam. He, I was like, I just want to go up there. Like I want to get some guns, break into that studio in Chicago, and be like, Let's go. We're leaving. You're not yeah. going to be a slave to this lifestyle no more. Like, it's, but a it's, lot of them don't. Like the one girl was saved and she went back. Right. And then and then she went back out again. Like, yeah. But, like, I mean, I, I guess I can understand it because I'm sure that he's not lacking for money. So, like, they're probably getting, like, when they're not getting pissed on and treated bad, they're probably getting treated well, really well. Well, now that maybe he's in jail, it's not as terrible. Like, true. But when he was in jail, like, they had a, they couldn't leave a room. They had to shit in a bucket. It was absurd. It's crazy. Absurd. absurd. And I, I guess now, I didn't see the new one yet, but they were kind of talking about it at work. And they said the new one is now, I guess, like... A few of the girls, like I think, majority of the ones that are the ones that the parents are really trying to get hand, like find, they pinpointed them all now. Not in Chicago, they're all in New York, and they're living in Trump Tower. What? <laughs> yes. So I guess R. Kelly had really nowhere to live, like because he lost all of his estates, he lost everything, and the only place that was welcoming to them was Trump Tower. <laughs> So Trump is now involved in the R. Kelly. Oh my, <laughs> my my hotel's huge. This yeah. girl's this girl's shitting in buckets from R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the best buckets. <laughs> they are the greatest buckets ever. The, the buckets that we have they're 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 phenomenal. <laughs> oh man. He, what can I say? He makes great music. Yeah. Just, just fantastic music. The best music, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to get him out of jail. <laughs> yeah, so that I didn't see it yet, but I heard it's out there. I got I to gotta check it out. I got to check it out, too, for so, sure. So, yeah, back to your... Yeah. No, no ma- little bit of magic, no dragons Right. Book. And it's not, it's not like your typical take on magic. Like, when people think magic, I'm sure the first thing that pops in their head is Harry Potter, you know? Um, I'm, I, you, I'm in a world of Skyrim, but no dragons right now. That's right. where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. Um... There is, like I said, it's fantasy. So obviously there is some fantasy about it. I don't want to give too too much away, but like the thought that I put into this, the the effort, like the writing, and I've spent some nights. Like sometimes I get an idea and I write a little bit at work, you know. Um, sometimes I'm up till like two in the morning just writing and editing and writing and editing. And but like there's so much that I put into this. Like each city in this world that I've created, you know, has its own 
people has its own look, has its own like culture, mm-hmm. even has their own god. There's like a system of gods that I put in like a religion. Oh, wow. Like I'm I'm going all in with this, you know, and I want people, a lot of side quests. Yeah, a lot of side quests, <laughs> and I want people to. Do you throw Easter like being in there? Do you throw like little Easter eggs and stuff? Yes, in nice. Yes, yep. There's gonna be there's gonna be a few of those, and uh, I you know we'll just let it up to the people like to find out. The great warrior who is now a teacher because he took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff like that. Like I have, I have some stuff planned, and I, when I'm writing, I think of more things, or sometimes I talk to people about like a part that I'm not necessarily stuck on, but I kind of want to do better, and then they're like, "Oh, well, have you ever thought about doing this?" And I'm like. Yo, you know what I mean. So, do you ever do you ever you incorporate like friends or family in it yet as like kind of hidden characters? Yes, Um, yes. (laughs) I'm just thinking. I'm just going as if I was doing what you're doing. That's all the stuff I would probably try to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And my like, okay, so like I said, it's just so much. Like, I want my whole goal with this is that I want people to be able to get behind this like they do with Harry Potter because you know they're they're insane Harry Potter fans yeah. like they'll go to the movie and wait at 10 o'clock the next day or the, the day before to see this movie at midnight and it might be packed they have no idea if they're going to get in that's the type of shit that I want from my book you, you like, want to build that universe I want to build that universe that people get attached to I want them to 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 have like this favorite obscure part of this book that maybe you know if it ever makes into a movie they'll be pissed that, that it doesn't make it into the movie yeah me. you know what i mean that's the type of shit that i want to be and i feel like i also bring like a different because a lot of authors are just authors mm-hmm. you know a lot of they they read a bunch of different books but like i've had experience doing the whole band thing and writing lyrics for that and then i have i'm 30 now so i have like 27 years worth of video games that I've played because I started I got my first one when I was three so I want to be able to bridge the gap between people who read and people who play games mm-hmm. and I want them to be like both on both sides be like this is a good fucking book yeah you know so and you have a page for it right now right I do yeah and you kind of put a little teasers out here and there yeah I decided to uh, at the moment this is what's what I'm doing with it there is every so often I'm writing little tidbits about the world um, there's probably one coming out I would say by Wednesday. Do you have like a map drawn of the world? I'm going to. It's it's in the process now. I have one of my people working on it. I have a, an artist that is already working with me, and she also did my uh, stream stuff uh, for my you know for my stream on Twitch, and so she's working on it. Who's the artist? Uh, you know what? I actually don't know how to tell you who she is. Her name is Cersei. That's her like online name. Oh, and, so you uh, met her online? I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she used to play some games with me and my friends, and she's actually a graphic designer. Read up a contract and stuff like that. Um, so if I, I'll have to figure out how I can get her information. I'm sure she has a website. So yeah, I'll, I'll put it in out. the description. I just talk right. I just talk right to her. So I'll yeah. have to figure out how to do that. Yeah, let her know you did this, and then I'll put it all. I'll put her stuff on the page. Yeah, People can check it out. Um, so she's working with that with the map, and she did the. Once you go to the page, you'll see the uh, like the title of the book. It has like a you know like she made the logo for it. Do you have the t- as a title out for people? Yeah, yeah, it's the Saga of Eternal War. The Saga of Eternal War. Yep. Okay. That was really hard to decide on the name because, like, but I feel like that kind of encompasses the idea behind it. Um, but what I'm doing right now with the book is there is a. The, okay, so the main character of the book at this point in time is not alive yet. This is what I'm doing right now is called Dead Drop Letters. They're from the mother of the main character of the books. 
and the, there's a war going on, obviously, right now, during the time when these dead drop letters are coming out, and she's running for her life. And when she gets the opportunity to, she writes letters down and places them somewhere in hopes that if the world survives, someone will find this, read what she's writing about, and steer clear in the next era. The time zones are eras mm -hmm. that I set up. So she's writing about the things that are happening, the destruction of the world, you know, the things that are that she's accompanying in company. Yeah. Did she write in a previous letter where her next like where she's traveling so someone could find the next one? Yep. That's cool. Yep. And there is with those I mean, there's two of those out right now, uh Dead Drop Letter One and Dead Drop Letter Two. The third one, I'm hoping, will be out by Friday. Um and for the people who have read the first two there's a little bit of a surprise, you know, I think a little bit of a surprise. I realize now that the time is going to be off for this, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's going to change a lot drastically because I got an idea again from somebody talking about how I'm writing this third letter and they're like, well, why don't you do this? And I'm like, Hmm, you know, and I want to keep people interested. I mean, the people that I that have read this one, I know, and I, I sent, I, 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 I've actually sent out a copy to a couple people before I actually put it online for people to read, and they're like, "Yo, this is this is fucking awesome! I can't wait for the next one." Like, I was so sad. The one person said, "I was so sad when I realized I had read the last paragraph," and I'm like, <laughs> "Thanks, that's great." You yeah. know, that's exactly what I want for people to be like, "Yo, give me more, give me more," and I'm like, "But." that's gonna happen it's it's all coming and i hope to i'm gonna be putting out one of those dead drop letters probably every month until the book comes out and i hope to have the book out by like july august uh, this year yeah wow yeah uh when you when you were making this universe where do you, is there someone is there's like a a universe that we could already kind of put our heads into that that you're kind of inspired from um god there's so much um there is so much. There's so many different things. Like I've, elements. Yeah. So much like, because I'm, I'm all about like these fantasy worlds and stuff like that. And, um, it's actually kind of crazy. I'm, um, before I answer that fully, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about how I came up with this idea. Now I used to work at, uh, Lowe's, mm. Lowe's, uh, not the distribution center, the store here in Possible. And I worked with this girl, uh, she was a head cashier. Her name is Sesha. And Sesha was a author already. She had written this book called like the elemental series. And I was like, all right, well, like, give me a copy of that. I'll read it. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, this is good. I mean, it's not, it, it was kind of like a romance, a book, a book novel of a chick flick, a big, a book, you know, like if you could put a chick flick into a book, that's what it was, you know? So but it, it had fantasy elements. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't, for, it wasn't for me, but I liked it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and she had a, a contract with like a publishing company and I'm like, yo, I mean, not that this was easy, but if. If it was this easy, why can't I do it? You know. Mm -hmm. So she told me all about this in one day, and then I, I worked like a ten or uh, yeah about a ten hour shift at Lowe's the one day, and I came up with the plot of the book in ten hours. And I know that's crazy, but I came up with not only the plot of the book, but four books. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be now five because I came up with the fifth one later. But there's going to be four books. Um five but in this day i i i came up with four of them and i was just like yo this is fucking awesome i got home and i messaged cetera and i was like hey 
do you have a minute? She's like, yeah, why? What's up? I was like, listen, I was just at work today, and I thought about this whole plot for a book, uh, for four books in my 10-hour shift today. And she's like, all right, well, hit me with it. So I typed it all out quick, and I sent it over to her, and I thought I felt like an idiot because she didn't respond for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm sitting here. It's like one of those things where you're waiting for your peers to judge you, and you're like, oh, shit, what did she say? Mm-hmm. And then she comes back, and she's like, that was fucking awesome. And I already took the liberty to message my publishing agent, and she said that if you can write this as good as it sounds, you'll have a contract. Nice. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So, but that was like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, That was about eight years ago. So, because I wrote about three or four chapters of the book, and I was telling people about it, and it was good, and then life happened. Well, just if it it motivates you, if this motivates you at all... um, my first podcast I ever did, you can only hear the pilot on, if you go on Spotify or Anchor, the, it's only audio, you can't get on YouTube. So mm-hmm. if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to hear the very, very first pilot episode I've ever did, interview with somebody, it's it's the very first, you know, on and on the streaming services. That interview happened, and four years later is when I started the podcast. So it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It definitely did. And I'm just, I'm so excited about it because, like, it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And it's finally something that I get to, like, fully use my creativity, fully use my writing skills. Um, it's 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 going to be awesome. There's going to be, like, I'm, I plan to include a map with the first book so people know, like, where everything is happening. That's where the map comes and in. And they can follow her journey. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. And there's going to be, like, I'm getting character uh, portraits drawn for every major character that needs to be described, just so there's no, you know, because I, I feel like descriptions in books only go so far. Yeah. And they could do very well, but, like, if I can give you a picture, that's even better. So that's the plan. There's just so much that I want to put into it, and I'm very passionate about it, and, like, I just, you know, I guess I'll use this to say if there's anybody out there who really likes fantasy books that wants to read some stuff before I send it out, you know, hit me up. (laughs) You can get a preview. He's literally telling you you could have a preview. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because I... Here's something. Yeah. This is just an idea. Maybe do a couple previews, get some buzz. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think of doing, like, a Patreon or a Kickstarter? No. Where if someone, if you do like a Kickstarter, like, hey, you know, I'll put the first four or five drops on, and if you kickstart this and help me, you know, if you do like a $5 kickstart, a $10 kickstart, or a Patreon, or, you know, $20 or $100, I'll send you anything. I'll send you the first book now, because if you have it done, for like a $100 donation, and then like once you donate, you get the other four four books for free if you're like, because like, it's like a Kickstarter thing, like incentive. Like where someone's doing like a video game. Like I paid 15 bucks for the Friday the 13th video game, and then it came out, it was a $6 game, and I got it for 15 bucks because I, I, I kickstarted four years before it happened. Right. It's just an idea to put out there. Yeah, it, it, it does cost money to pay your artists, and it does yeah. cost money to do all of that stuff. So never thought about it like that. And yeah. I guess that would be good for... Yeah, especially because I was looking into like already looking into publishing fees mm-hmm. and copyright fees and all that stuff. But that's a, that's a good idea too because I don't mind like giving people like like even like I know it's nothing right now, but like it could be signed copies of books and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, I never even thought about it. Let's give that a shot. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it when I go home. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, that's kind of the basis of it. I don't want to give too much out because like there's there's uh, there's going to be so much to read. Like yeah. I mean, just these dead drop letters are some of them are like 15 20 minute reads and they're that's you know maybe not a lot for some people who like to read but that's just one letter you know and like expect chapters of this book to be that long if this is giving something away you can you can tell me but is the main character finding these drop letters or has someone else already found them can't tell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm already, I'm, my brain's already in your universe. Yeah. You kind of have me hooked. That's cool. Yeah. There you go, I'm, people. I mean, you'll, f- you'll, you might find the answer to that in this next letter. You cool. May. You may. Now, where can people find the drop letters on Facebook? Like on Facebook, correct? Yeah. They're, uh, they're straight up on Facebook. I am looking into making a blog website, but like, you know what? I keep forgetting about Tumblr. That Tumblr is a thing. Yeah. It was only good when I had porn. Right, yeah. yeah. And now it doesn't. And no so one cares. No one cares. And I tried to like use a... <laughs> I forget what website I went to to try to make a blog, but it was so fucking... Like, a lot of people will say, like, how come you don't have a website? And I'm like, man, they're cool, but I feel like no one goes to websites. Because you go to websites and you get hit with 15 ads, yep. and people, fuck this, I'm not doing a website. Right. That's why I just do the Facebook and Instagram, because I feel like people, it, it's less... It's not. It's less in your face, right? And it's, yeah. it's basically free marketing, really. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I thought about making like an actual blog, but the one I looked at was way too complex for me to even want to try. So, yeah, it'll all be up on Facebook. If you ever want to do audio recordings, let me know. I can let you borrow some equipment. Yeah, uh, you know, because uh, a lot of people. One of my friends uh, from Georgia told me that you know he he likes to listen to a lot of books, mm-hmm. so audio books. So eventually, and, and you have like to make and you have a good voice, you you'd be able to read them. Yeah. I would like to eventually make it an audio book. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I, have, I have the equipment to help record you. <laughs> <laughs> My services are free. Okay. So I'll, I'll help you out with it. You just bring your own SD card. Fair. You'll pop it right in the back. This. So the cool thing with this one, new one. Yeah. So last time he was here, I had all dog shit equipment. Like he walked in, he's like, wow, this is all brandy new. New mics, new everything. But uh, yeah, this one's cool because uh, you pop the SD card in and this is battery powered. USB powered or AC adapter powered. That's very so, like, nice. if I go somewhere and they're like no power, I can do at least a three hour show before I have to change the battery. That's fucking dope. That is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, like double A's? These? Uh, double A's. Wow. Double A batteries. That's it. Yep. So, what I went out and I bought um, a pack of like eight double A rechargeables. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, four sitting in here. Actually, I got 16. Because I have four sitting in here, four sitting in the, uh, uh, the Zoom H6. I'll try to even show you. We'll show you off camera. Um, and then I can just do a show, mm-hmm. pause it, stop it, pop new batteries in if you ever need it. I mean, I'm not ever going to record long enough than the battery needs. Right. And then take those batteries, throw them in a wall mount, throw them on the thing, and then my batteries, I'm not buying batteries every Holy shit. six months. That's yeah. fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. But yeah, you just throw an SD card in this, record it, record right to an SD card, and then you're done. And then each track is its own file. So, like, now, really? before, we were all on one audio file. So, if your mic was making a weird thing or I, yours was too loud, well, this is all plus gain equalizing, too. So, it automatically realizes where it needs to be, and it doesn't let you go higher than that, which is dope as shit, too. <laughs> like, this board is amazing. It's fucking awesome. Man. Yeah, it's so nice. And then, like I said, I do. I have all the touchpads and stuff. There's so much cool shit you can do. You can do music on this, too. You can put a click track in. Really? You can have this set up so if you have a guitar drums and a and like something else in here i can turn it so if your headphones are plugged in right mm-hmm. and you're, this is your monitoring so you're listening and you're playing bass and you don't need to hear the singer and you don't need to hear 
the guitarist because you're a dr- all you want to hear is a drummer. Mm-hmm. I can set your headphones up that you only listen to this track of the drummer, so you're more in teeth. I can help re- out. Like I can, you can do music here <laughs> Dude, too. It's crazy. crazy. It's a, this board's amazing. Um, yeah, Zoom L L six Live Track six. Um, Zoom, if you're looking to sponsor your boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff, man. So I'm I'm pumped for it. So where where can people find you on Facebook? Would that put? Um, I think the like the at you know you at people. It's mm-hmm. called the. Uh, hold on, I got to think about it. T S O E W book is what it's called at T S O E W book. Um, or you could just you know search the saga of Eternal War. It'll come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I post about it often, so and you can look me up, James Denari Murphy. The second you can look me up, find it through there because I'm sure, like it, it'll list if you go on my profile, list the pages that I'm part of. Yeah, so you can find it there, and everything will be in the links below as well. So just remember to send them to me. <laughs> just <laughs> click down there um, and hit subscribe while you're there too. For God, yeah, please, love please, a, for the love do. of God, subscribe. Hit that subscribe. It, does, it costs you nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. a click. Energy. And if you're that guy who's <laughs> who's going and thumbs downing all my videos, I love you. You're awesome. Hey. I, he literally, <laughs> literally goes and thumps down every single. I mean, he's putting work in. Per, I mean, you know, good talk or bad talk, it's still talk. I love it. You know what I mean? Actually, I want to start a petition where, like, even if you like it, hit thumbs down so he loses that power. <laughs> That's good. And then I could be the most thumbs down content on YouTube, but I'm still making it. And it'd be like a fun thing. Like, yeah. everyone thumbs down it because then he just That's gets That's a new thing up. now. People are going to go, they'll catch that. And yeah. then they'll be like, don't like my video. Dislike this video. Yes, please dislike the, dislike <laughs> all my videos. Just to, just so that guy has no power. Or girl. He will have no power here. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I'm still going to keep making content. You can thumbs it down all you like, want. I wonder why. Does he have like a personal vendetta? I have no idea who it is. And of course, it's, the people who do that are never going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, if I'm doing something that bad that you wait till I upload a new one, if you're f- fully watching it, right, mm-hmm. and then you're like, thumbs down, message me. Yeah. I want to know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Like, is it is it part of my production? Like, like uh, the, the audio not good? Yeah. I, I know a lot of people bust my balls because I'm in a kitchen. They don't like the background of the kitchen. We're working on it. We're working on it. So but behind the scenes, we're going to put curtains up. From we're gonna hang, we're gonna drill it into the wall there, and drill it in the wall there, and then from there to there, so it's gonna be like a giant L, and it's gonna be like a giant gray curtain, so it doesn't look like a kitchen, and mm-hmm. then we'll have like the backdrop, like if me and you are sitting here, this just it'll be like a wall tapestry of the interviews every day, the people logo, so then it looks like a studio. That's but fair. I'm still in the kitchen because I don't have the money. <laughs> and like, <laughs> fuck you if you say otherwise. Really? Yeah. Like, you, don't, you don't like my microwave? You're not out here doing this. Hey, where's your content? I want to thumbs down yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't make any content. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, your yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's coming, you know? Uh, like I said, hopefully by July, August. I would say, I was going to say June prior, but now baby. So, yeah. you know. Is your baby going to be in the book? You know what? I haven't really given it thought. I don't just, know. Just name the baby, like, the name a character, like, the third. <laughs> that'd I be, could. That'd be cool. I could. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Everything is up for grabs right now because, like, the book is not done. And I continue to write. And, you know, sometimes I have an idea in my head and then I get there and somebody either says something or it could be, like, completely non related. Like, I could be playing a new video game and some obscure character has nothing to do with the plot, says, like, a simple word. And I'm like, yo. I want to use that word. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I build and sit around this word. Like, it's just, it, it, it's crazy how things like come so to what, me. So what book do the dragons finally come? Uh, <laughs> the third. <laughs> it's like the Game of Thrones. Where are the dragons coming? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but I, I think people would be pleasantly surprised with the magic that happens. Yeah. And of course, you know, like, I mean, I'll give you a little bit more about it. Like, there's going to be, obviously, it's wartime. So, like, death. There's going to be characters dying. There's going to be, like, distrust. You know, all that stuff. There's also, of course, like every good book, has a, has a romance plot. I don't want to go so far as sex because, like, while it would be... While, Deep penetration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and incest. Oh, I don't know about that. We're not, we're, we're not going to and go orgies. all the way Game of Thrones. That's all Game of Thrones stuff. They no orgies? No. no. One orgy. Maybe. Like, like an orgy, like the last character so strong, like it. They have to have a blood orgy, but they're not 13. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants that. I don't even... I'm guessing you're mentioning Game of Thrones. No, that was It. Yeah? When they... So, in, in, the, in the book It, the kids um, have an orgy, because they, ha- they can't be pure to go take on It, and they're told this by a giant turtle. Like it, like the clown. Yes, the book, not the movies. <laughs> so, the 13-year-old kids... Have an orgy. <laughs> you know the bully in the movie? Yeah. He he um, rapes his buddy. In the book. In the book. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy That's stuff going on there. Good Lord. Okay. That town of dairy is fucked up. Yeah. Steer clear of dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to say about that, really. <laughs> Books are crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, uh... There's a lot of a lot of things, and when you're reading it, you know, make sure you you know keep an open mind, because there's going to be obviously like any good author foreshadowing things and things that will be reoccurring, and you'll see some stuff in like like right now in the in the first book, there's an entire chapter. Beer, beer. Yeah, again, I just can't <laughs> get away from it. There's an entire chapter. Oh my God! Stop. It happens, man. That means it's good. Yeah, it is very good. <laughs> An entire chapter of, in the first book, that you probably won't know why it happened until, like, the second or third. Tarantino us. Yeah. Speaking of Tarantino, I have to watch that fucking movie. I just bought it. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I have to get that out of the way. I just bought a bunch of movies. Bought The Joker. Oh, don't even get me started. Liked it? Disliked it? <sighs> Ooh. I liked it a lot. Okay. Scared me for a second. But, like, being a person who has sh- struggled with mental health stuff... Um, hit I, you home? Oh, my God. I, I was not prepared. Um, I went there and... <sighs> Did you root for the Joker? Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because, like... So, sorry if that was your foot. No, you're... Um, he does things that I find myself doing and I think that's what scared me the most really yeah because like like when I'm at home or I'm by myself or I don't realize where like what I'm doing like I just sometimes I do like these random little dances and I talk to myself and like while it's all fun and games and then you see him doing it with the things he does and I'm like I'm a fucking psycho you know everyone is one bad day away from being the Joker right yeah everybody and it, it is a very good movie in my opinion and i'm not a movie guy so i haven't seen a ton of movies but it's a very it's like one of the best movies i've ever seen that that um what's the word i'm looking for translates 
mental, mental health. health to now, the screen. I ask a lot of people this because I have yet to see it. Um, if they completely erased every element of the Joker out of it, and it was just the movie, but not Joker, no face paint, no clowns, maybe clowns, but just not the Joker, would it still, do you think it would still have the same effect? Well, that's a difficult question to answer because I don't, I don't know how to answer this without, like... Spoiling. I don't even want to say spoiling it. Let's just say that I thought that there was going to be more of him in the paint. doesn't happen often. Okay. So that's why it's hard for me to answer your question like that. Because... They already said a part two is coming. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think if you... I'm sure you do. But if you know, like, lore about Joker and Batman... You'll be pretty pleased with some things in the movie. Okay. But as far as, like, if the Joker wasn't in it, like, I think it probably would hold its weight still. Yeah. Because a lot of people that I, that watched it, that know Joker, well, they think they know Joker. They're like, we didn't like it. And I said, why? And they're like, and their exact words were, this movie's too dangerous. It's just not, it's dangerous. And I said, I don't, all right, I can see that, but I sometimes... A nice cold water, the cold water to the face is a good thing. Yeah, um, but they're like, yeah, we just don't like how they changed the Joker. And then I talk to people who are comic book fans, and they're like, oh, Killing Joke, and how they kind of dive into his origin story. It's there, mm-hmm. like it's you know what I mean, like. Yeah. But a lot of people who are not comic book readers, they just think they know Joker because they watch a Heath Ledger movie, right? And they're like, they didn't get it, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that it it fucked me up because yeah. like there's parts in the movie where like. Obviously, I mean, you've heard and you've seen things, I'm sure, like the yeah. trailers and stuff like that. Where he's dancing on the stairs. Right. And you, you, there's like parts of the movie where you expect him to go off and you're just like, when it happens or when it doesn't happen or whatever, you know, you're just kind of like, eh. And then there's one thing and that, that fucked me up. And like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I spent 20 minutes after I saw the movie fucking bawled my eyes out. I yeah. bawled my eyes out. I was that fucked up about it. Like, yeah. Just even talking about it right if, now, I'm if, just like... Huh. If I had to guess, without seeing it, I would say majority of the movie is just him eating shit. Just eating shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he just fucking says, I'm not eating shit anymore. You know, and, I, and, and I guess there's an actual disorder where, where someone is so uncomfortable and, or they experience pain or discomfort or pleasure, displeasure, and their only reaction to it because of their mental disability is to laugh. And I guess they kind of play into that a little bit, too. They do. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of things in there that are like... Cause, they did their know, homework. One of the things that I feel like people that don't have mental illness don't realize is society as a whole and people you know like me who suffer from these mental health issues are... We have to act like we don't have them in yeah. public. Because you, know I mean? you don't want to be judged or right. cast, be a castaway. Right. And, like, we think that sometimes the things that we say to people in, like, privacy or in, in you know, whatever that word is. I can't even think of it right now. Um, will be taken out of context. Yeah. And then said to the wrong people. And now we're, like, here we are. And now we're in trouble. Yeah. You know? I See, I was the same way for a long time. And because of this podcast, I don't care anymore. Like, when people talk to me and they're like, oh, you know... I'll use an example without you kind of going into it so there's no – doesn't get me in trouble, I guess. Um, I always get told, like, 
I think I figured you out. I said, <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably not. And they're like, no, you're super positive. Like, or sometimes I'll say like, you're kind of negative or you I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just a very realistic thinker. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm always open to listen to it. But they're like, oh, you're super positive. You're outgoing. You're this, you're that. And I was like, eh, I am maybe now I said, but I'm not saying I'm faking it, but I'm working hard to be this. My body, like I'm, my mentally going in overtime to stay positive. Yeah. Because I'm naturally very negative. I'm naturally very angry. I'm naturally someone who suffers from suicidal ideology uh, tendencies, where I just like, eh, today would be a good day to die. Like that, and I, were I was told the normal. This is just what I was told and what I read and, and looking to that the normal human brain cannot contemplate themselves dead. Like your brain only lets you do it for so long and then snaps you out of it. I don't have that. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I can do a whole scenario where I'm dead and people, how people around me react to it. Yep. And it's super morbid, but it just, that's like. It's the norm. Yeah. And yeah. and a lot of people get uncomfortable when I say that. They're like, well, how do you, like, you know, that suicide's selfish. And I'm like, I don't think it is. I just don't. Like, I and I think, you know, and I'm not saying that it's someone else's fault when someone goes that route, but there's it's some there's 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 issues there, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And and when you when you're like I'm sad or I'm depressed, you have people who just go, "Oh, they're just doing that for attention." Or they're just, you know, no, the people, you know what I mean, like it, it's right. there. It's a legit thing. Or like know? my favorite is like when you tell somebody you had a bad head day or something. Somebody said to me one time, it's like, "Oh, you know, we did back in the fucking 70s, man. We just went outside and and beat up one of our buddies and then we were better." Like it's not that simple. Yeah, you just passed on your problems to somebody else. Right. Yeah, it's you, not that simple. You went and physically assaulted somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever. I mean, like the 70s, I mean, not to say that I haven't been in fights before because I have, but yeah. like it's not that simple. It's not something that you can just be like, you know what? Why the fuck am I sad right now? I'm going to be happy. And then, ding, I'm happy. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, people... and you said you're 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our generation was a generation. How, how how much did they push Adderall and stuff into your Adderall and, and Ritalin down mm. on our generation's throats yeah. in school? Like, your kid's not paying attention for 13 seconds. Let's put him on Ritalin. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a time where I they, they said that I had oppositional defiant disorder. And anger problems, mm-hmm. so they they threw me in all different types of stuff for a long time, like probably like two years back to back. They were just trying to find different medicine to put me on, and I don't even know half the stuff that I was on. But like, what really helped was eventually I just my my aunt uh, ran like a counseling service she doesn't anymore in Reading, and I went down and I spoke to somebody there, and uh, I don't know what it was because I talked to counselors before, and I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, fuck you, I don't really give a shit. And then I talked to this guy. His name was Jeff, old black guy. And there was something about him that I just like. After like two or three things, I just opened up. And he's then, probably genuine. Yeah. You probably had because a lot of people who go to work that do those jobs, that just go through their emotions. And then you have people who actually give a shit. And and that gen that being genuine shines through. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what it was, but like after that, like my anger was gone. Like I still get angry. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But like before, it was my first reaction, and that was my last. Yeah, and like if I get angry now to to a certain point, I just I, I cry. I, I straight up cry like a bitch because that's my first that's my first reaction. Now I was like, oh, I'm so fucking angry. I don't I don't <laughs> like go. I don't do that. But if I'm at a point where I'm tearing up, it's over. Yeah. At that like at once once the tears are coming, I'm that close to a blackout state, and then from that point on, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that that was the thing I went through a lot. Like, I had a situation with, with my parents, and 
typical teenage boy. You know, you go through your thing. You're defiant. You, you know, I, I, and my way to solve things, because it was kind of what I was put through myself, is I'm going to fight my way out of it. And I'm not happy until there's violence. And then once I fight you, I'm cool. Right. Like, it's one of those things where now it's I've got it out of my system, water under the bridge. Um, I guess because I was always very, very, very tiny. And I got picked on and bullied and beat up a lot. And then when I got to the point where I kind of got a little bigger and then I was willing to fight back, nobody wanted to. Yep. And then I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. And they're like, well, I'm, they're, you're kind of nuts. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I want to do this. And they're like, no, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. So like, And I would take it out on people who probably didn't deserve it. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, I got to a point where the one time I just started crying. Like I got to the point where I was, I was in tears. I, some stuff happened. And then I came to on the railroad tracks and was afraid to go home because I don't know what I did. I had scratches all over me. I had like I was bleeding and I was like, don't know if this is mine or somebody else's. How do I go home right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's scary. Like, yeah. But yeah, that was that was a big thing too for because like I got picked on a lot in middle school and like even the early years of high school. But then I like I bulked up. I played freshman football. Mm-hmm. I was like two hundred and ten pounds my freshman year, and then people didn't want any part of me. And then I would tell them, I would, "There's this one dude in high school who I won't name. I still hate his guts. If you're out there and you know who you are, fuck you." <laughs> um, but uh, he uh, he was talking shit to one day, like in the hallway, you know, with his buddies. And then he walks. Everyone's walked, tough with friends. Oh yeah. And then he walks by me, and I just grabbed him by the by the, the like the collar of his shirt, and I put him up against the wall, and I was like, "You gonna fucking say that shit in front of me, or, you know, are we moving on? Yeah, are we moving on." He's like, "Put me down, put me down." I'm like, "I'm asking you a fucking question. Like, you're gonna answer it before I put you down. Are you gonna say that shit in front of me, or you're gonna shut your fucking mouth?" And he's like, "All right, all right, whatever, man. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop." So I put him down. He walks away, and then he gets halfway down the hallway and starts fucking calling me names again. I'm like, "You're a pussy." Yeah. You're a straight pussy. Like, that's like, ah. Before you talk shit, go clean this shit out of your underwear. Yeah. Like, for <laughs> real. And, like, typically now, like, what I tell people when I first meet them is, like, I'm, you You have to try very hard to get me angry, but once you do, I am evil. Yeah. I will go to no lengths to make you suffer. And, <laughs> and the, the first key that that's happening is my mouth. Because, like, I will, if you're pissing me off, I may get a little ornery, but, like, you know what, man? You're kind of fucking pissing me off. Like, you need to go and check yourself. But then, like, there's a line. And once that line is crossed, the first thing that comes to my mind is the first thing coming out of my mouth. Yeah. And I've said some really nasty shit to people. Oh, yeah. I go right for the throat. Oh, yeah. What I, what I tend to do is I, because I guess because I'm, like, was bullied but I became a really good smartass as well. So when people are all like, oh, 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 what I start doing is making fun of you. And then I'm trying to, and I'm laughing as you're making fun of me. And I'm just trying to get you as angry as I am. Mm-hmm. So then you do swing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm egging you on at this point because I want to see what you're made of. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's my start. Yeah. And then if, and then, uh, and then if you don't, then I just walk away. Yeah. Uh, not, not a proud moment, but I'll give you an example of me like kind of going off the handle with my mouth. There's this chick that um, I had met. God, I was probably 13, and we were like sort of involved as much as you could be for 13 year olds, you know. Over I mean, pants, hand jobs, yeah, kind of stuff like that. <laughs> but then, like, she got sent away. Hi, mom. No, <laughs> she got sent away to this thing, and then came back, and then we were kind of a thing like oh, around the best girls when they get sent away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, came back, and she was like, <laughs> "That's the weirdest thing I've ever said." I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> um, you know those girls. She came back, and then we were kind of like a thing again, like right as I was 18 or 19 or something. 
And then she was like, hey, I'm uh, moving to Pittsburgh. And I'm like, all right, see ya. You know? And then she was out there. She moved out there. She's like, yo, it's great out here. You should come out here and, and be with me. And You're I'm like, like 13. I'm like, well, no, this is probably like 18, like oh. 18 or 19. <laughs> and I'm like, I got a car. I got my family out here. I got my job. Like, I got a life out here. Like, I'm not just going to up and leave just because you want me to leave. And I don't really like you like that. You know, and she's which like, is good because most guys would be like, if I drive out there, I'm gonna get vagina. I'm gonna, I'm throwing it all away. Yeah, listen, I mean, I would drive a couple hours for that, but not six. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, <laughs> and not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, but she then she was like, no, come on, it's for real. Like you need to come out here. It's gonna be all right. Like I moved out here with nothing. And I said, I'm not you. Like I have stuff. I don't want to move out there with nothing. Yeah. And then she's like, fuck you. You're an immature piece of shit. You won't come out here and be with me. We could be so happy. And uh, that was it. I lost my I lost my top that day. And that was right around the time when the uh, the bird flu was uh, pretty big. Okay. Or the swine flu. One of the two. It, it was a swine flu. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in my not proud moment, I was like, you know what, motherfucker? I hope both of your motherfucking kids get swine flu. Kids. 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 I did. Wow. That's, mm, eh. like yeah. I said, not my proud moment, but no. like that's where my mouth gets when I'm, yeah. when you piss me off like that. And you know what the worst part about that is? A couple months later, she messaged me and she's like, hey, by the way, both of my kids did get swine flu. And I'm like, karma. Ah. <laughs> and, but they were okay. And I was like, yeah. are they okay? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. Or like, yeah, thank I, Jeebus. I made I made a, a foul joke like that one time to a kid. Um, he kept making fun of my parents and my mom and calling me scumbag. And he, uh, very, very sadly, it's not funny at all, lost both of his parents. And he was making fun of mine. I was like, well, at least I got some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny in retrospect. And then we fought. And then we fought. And I got exactly what I wanted. But, you know, I'm not proud of it. But yeah. that's, that's, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'll fucking say some shit to... I'll attack your character. Yeah, I have no problem. <laughs> There's a uh, uh, you know a time at work. This is a lot a lot more respectable, I guess. But like he was, just, I was literally trying to do work. Like you know, I can't go into super details. But you're trying to put games in their cases and back on the shelf. No, this is at the prison. Oh, yeah. maybe we shouldn't tell that one then. I mean, it does. It doesn't have to do with an in, with an inmate. So, okay. but I was working and like. I guess I was working with an inmate, like he was not being cooperative and I'm trying to get him to cooperate. And as I'm doing this, I have a staff member who's like calling me on the radio and be like, Oh, Hey, yo, call this number. And I call this number and they'd be like, yo, we didn't need you. Why are you calling here? And he kept doing it every so time. He's pranking uh, you. Yeah. While I'm in the middle of something that's like potentially serious, you know, yeah, where you can, if you're not on your guard, you can get hurt. Right. Yeah. And and then he did it for the final time. So I, I, I finally got that guy, you know, settled down what and whatever. And I went right up to the fucking, the, 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 the bubble where they were at. And I said, do you have a fucking problem with me? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm literally doing work here where I could be like, you know, this is, this is for real. This is serious. And you want to keep fucking with me. I was like, do you have a problem? I said, get up out of your chair right now. We're going to settle this like men. And he sat there and he's like, and I said, if, th if that's not cool with you, I said, I'll wait. I mean, you were here at two to 10. I said, I'll go after work. I'll meet you on the road outside of this. So it's not on state grounds and I'll beat your ass there. And he continued to say nothing, just looked down at the ground. I said, listen, if that's not good enough, I'll follow you to your house and beat your ass in front of your wife and kids, bro. Yeah. Like, I will make the trip to your house. Yeah. Just so you don't have to waste any time. You can go right and hobble yourself in the bed after I'm done kicking your ass. It's cool. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, he, he again, he sat down. So you know the, the content of his character. Like, if somebody says down. something about my wife or my kids, I'm fighting you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just oh, says he something knew about he fucked character. up and he's like, all right. Yeah. 
and like that like that's that's the problem is like they're uh with with that job and i think in in some jobs in general it's like people come there and they get a little bit of power and now they think they're tough shit when like they have control over humans right. and there were nothing on the streets yeah. not that you really have to be anything on the streets because like whatever but like i'm about the life like i will fight you win lose or draw i don't give a shit yeah yeah you'll earn my respect one you know i might lose but you're gonna know you're in one <laughs> that's how i always looked at right. it yeah yeah, so wow. book out of the way. Book out Joke, of the way. Joker done. <sighs> it still hurts me thinking about it. Yeah, we got we got we got angry there for a second. Yeah, that was cool. Little emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, uh, like see, uh, thinking about the Joker, <laughs> man. It's just like yeah. And then uh, just the other movies I just I picked up. I'm waiting for is the uh, I'm waiting to watch the Godzilla, the new Godzilla. I'm a big monster guy. I like monster movies. Um, and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but we haven't watched that one yet. I'm not a big movie guy, but I will say that <laughs> I gotta I gotta do a shout out here to my lovely fiance Kate. Uh, my favorite movie ever is Inception. Okay, she's never seen it, so we found it. I think on Netflix, and that's the one with DiCaprio. Yeah, where they try to go a dream in a dream in yeah. a dream. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh my god, you've never seen it. Yeah, this interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> just <laughs> but um. Um, it's it's fantastic, and it's like because I don't watch a lot of movies because first of all, a lot of them bore me, and I, I haven't seen any of the Marvel stuff because I'm not a big Marvel guy. Did I, you see the trailer to Morbius? I did not. I heard. I just heard about it today. It I just think. came out today. Okay. Jared Leto as more uh, more. Am I, am I saying that wrong? Morbius. I, yeah, I think so. But he was Joker, so how is he now Morbius? He crashed. He, he You know, it happened. Okay, it um, happened. Is it? Does it look better than his Joker? I liked his Joker, but it looks good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Suicide Squad, I don't think, but like just his I image. Wanted, I wanted more of the Joker, but we didn't get it because I heard they chopped a lot out. Um, but the trailer is confusing because there's some spider Easter eggs in there, but you don't know what spider universe they're they're hinting right, at because there's so many. And then at the very very end. His character comes walking out, and he's like, ooh, what's up, Doc? And it's fucking Michael Keaton who played the Vulture. So what? does it all tie in? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Absurd. It's interesting. I'm going to have to watch it. And they show him kind of with the vampire face towards the end, and it looks kind of cool. Hmm. <laughs> like, I hope they make another Venom movie. I actually was able to watch Venom that. 2 is coming out. Oh, God. And Carnage will be in it. Really? Well, Woody Harrelson is playing Carnage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually I actually watched that for free on my flight back from China. Oh wow. Yeah, they had a bunch of How movies. long is that flight? <sighs> uh like well on the way back it was like 14 hours. 14 hours. On the way there it was like 17. You're in a plane for 14 hours. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah. Especially because like that was me in my seat, you know. Yeah. It sucked. But yeah, fourteen hours. I did four hours. I couldn't imagine being there for another ten. It was rough. And on the way there, like I took some, uh, like uh, Dramamine. That was it. Yeah. And, and that only lasts four. Yeah. So I think I ended hours. up. I think I ended up sleeping like six, maybe. So I still had another eleven to stay awake after that. Yeah, it was great. And then, well, okay, I guess the the one flight was fourteen hours. To the to Shanghai, but our first four days were in Beijing. So then we got off Shanghai International and got on another two-hour flight to Beijing. 
So in total, it was about 17 and a half hours. Wow. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was long. What's the weirdest thing you did when you're in China? <laughs> did you eat like a dog or anything? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Not hundred percent sure. You know, that's one of the that's the first thing that popped in my head because uh, I, I guess I did some some weird things over there. But the weird, uh, yeah, we were there's this street in Beijing called Wang Fujing Snack Street, and it's it's crazy, man. They have vendors everywhere down the street, both sides, and like the first vendor, the very first vendor on the right hand side was selling live squid and scorpions. They had the squids just sitting around the table, and I'm sure if they were alive, they were either dying because there was no water. They were just sitting around the table, but the scorpions were very much alive, and they were impaled on spikes, but you could see their, their feet moving. They are moving their tails. Oh, yeah. Did they pull the stingers out of them? Yeah. So yeah. Like, they wouldn't hurt you. Right. I ate a scorpion one time. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they were doing there, frying them. And then so I watched some guy bite into one. It sounded like a t- potato chip. I'm like, oh. I ate it just because I could say I ate a scorpion. But mine wasn't like a legit scorpion. It was it was covered in like candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. See that was it was that crunchy. Was, yeah, that was just a scorpion. Yeah, and I seen a guy who, and thankfully I didn't see them because I'm a huge arachnophobiac. But a guy had a tarantula on a stick. <sighs> what a way to conquer your fear, though. You eat that motherfucker. Mm, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, so I went up to the shop because I'm smelling all this food they're making, and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm hungry as shit. So I go up there to this one busy store because I was like, this one kind of looks good. So I go up there and I ask him, I'm like, what is this? And he goes, and I was like, what is what is this? And I had money in my hand and he just hands me one. And then I give him my money and he doesn't answer my question. And then you ate it. So I'm like, okay. I don't know what the fuck it was. I ate about half of it, and before the before the fear of I could be eating dog hit me, and then I threw the rest of it out. <laughs> it was like on a huge skewer, like that big, <laughs> and I ate like half of it. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, so I'm, I'm I can't do any more. Did you ever see that video out. where this guy is in China and he's like, "What am I eating?" And the guy just goes, "Meow." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll I'd tell you like, what, though. I'm out of here. They, they we asked them about that because they used to. Um, they used to eat dog, especially in like, even in the major cities like Beijing and stuff like yeah. that. And the reason being is because they're an agricultural country and they haven't really like developed enough yet to have a, a, a wealthy supply of like other meats to eat. So they're like, why are we going to keep dogs as pets when we can eat them? So that's why they used to do it. And now yeah. they only do it in like very, very rural areas. Yeah, uh, They don't do it in, in big cities anymore, so... Because we've seen a bunch of like, especially in Shanghai, we were walking down these streets with the, all these shops, and there's tons of tons of little dogs in the, everywhere in these stores, and they're, they're not cute. pet stores, not pet stores, no, yeah, no, they were like the one was like a fish market, yeah, and there's yeah. dogs in cages, yeah, well, no, actually, it wasn't even in a cage, it was just on like a, in like, it had like a little bed on the outside, and it just sat there, and it came up to us when we called and we pet it and got some pictures with it, and you're like that dog's not lasting that week, probably not, no. I mean, maybe. Did I ever tell you the story of a lady I used to work with? She went to China. She went to China, walked into this store. Um, and oh, she, I think you did. It was like a Pomeranian. And she was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm like, she's like, how much? And they told her in the end. And she's like, it's fucking really cheap. And, she, and then she went, but she's like, I'll buy him. And they're like, okay. And they're like, and she's like, they're like, come back tomorrow. So she thought it was like a, a thing, like in China, they have to do like 
America to do shots and stuff. So she goes back to the room and she's like, well, good. This gives me time. So she goes, I'm going to buy him. I'll give you the money. But I have to go and make arrangements with my, the flight and my company to make sure like, if I can fly him back with me. So, But I'll give you the money so no one else buys him. And they're like, okay, it's, your, it's yours. It's yours. Come, like, and she comes back and they hand her a brown bag. And it was the meat. Mm. Yeah. She was fucked up. It fucked her head up. Yeah. That's rough. It's hard. I, I mean, listen, I'm not judging other cultures. No. But it, it would. would be, it'd be really hard. Yeah. I, it would fuck my head up a little bit. Yeah. The John Wick in me is like twitching. Yeah. Especially like, my, I love my dog, even though she's an asshole. If anybody did anything to my dog. My dog's an asshole, just if you, unless you don't know her. Like, she's, she barks and stuff, but mm-hmm. she's fucking awesome. She's super, super smart. Um, and I guess the the only other thing that probably could be weird if I just if I say this and give you no context to be weird if like I I got a massage, like a little Asian massage, massage in in in, in China. Yeah, did your wife know about it? She was there. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was uh was you know happy? No, no, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, you know we went in there and there was these three. Three of us went in. Me, Kate, and uh, one of our buddies we met over there, Chevy. Real good dude. Um, His name is Chevy. Yeah. Is he a big guy? He's he's, nice. he's probably about my size. Maybe a little smaller. If you have a car name, you got to be a big guy. <laughs> he's a good dude. I think that's his nickname. White but, guy? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with white guy. He's uh, He looks like he may be like a... Uh, he has some kind of background in him, but I don't know what it is. Like Middle Eastern, almost look like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, very faint. But... Um, so we went into this thing and it was weird at first cause they're like, yeah, we can fit all six of you guys in blah, 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 blah. And the, um, the one dude, his name was, uh, God, I can't remember his name now. Um, started with a T he had a weird, he was part of the Ukrainian military. Toyota. And, yeah. We'll call him Toyota. So Toyota, <laughs> Toyota, <laughs> uh, um, Toyota's girlfriend, Michelle was Mercedes fucking nuts. <laughs> Michelle was nuts. Like insane. One time we went to. We were. How in, did you meet them? We were like there. It was part of the tour group oh. that we were in, and they just so were like. So you had people like who would translate and help you out and stuff. Oh yeah, we well during the tours we did. Okay. When we went off on our own at nighttime, no. How is it walking around nighttime in China? Is it scary? No, I I brought and I brought my knife because I didn't know what it was going to be like. I'm be like, we, yo, did you buy a knife while you were there? Or no, you brought one. I, I brought one. I have one. Like in your travel case? No, I have to I have to put it in your actual luggage. Yeah, in your luggage, yeah. Yeah. So I, I brought one because I didn't know what it was going to be like. So the first night when we were in Beijing, I, I took it with me because we were walking around like 2, what 3 o'clock like, in the morning. What if there's a law that you can't carry a knife and you fucking in your international jail? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I don't know what these streets is like. Yeah. And like we didn't stay on, on, on like a tourist beaten, beaten path. Like we went off. Yeah. You know? And Chinese people are really nice. The only thing that really makes me weird about their culture is like they don't say excuse me over there. They don't know what that is. If you're in their way and they need to walk there, they're just going to fucking ram into you. And it's not disrespectful. That's Chinese culture. That's what they do. So like here I am, my third day before our tour guide is telling me this, and I'm like these little fucking Asians, dude. If one more person <laughs> shoulder blocks me, I, I'm like, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. And then I ask, I said, is there a fucking reason these people are shoulder checking me every day? 
He's like, because I'm kind of looking like I'm not white. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, that's just culture here. We understand in America that you say, like, excuse me, and people move out of your way, and that's just not how that works here. And I'm like, okay. So now I don't have to feel like an asshole when I shoulder check somebody to hell. Yeah. You know? Because (laughs) y'all are fucking 5'1", and I am 6'2", 280. I will murder you with a shoulder check. Well, you're not going to hit him with your shoulder. Right. You're It'll way be too, something Way else. taller. So yeah. you were just like cock checking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty you're much. just like, wow, get out of my yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> just molly whopping the fuck out of people. Molly whopping. <laughs> Giving mushroom stamps everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, that massage was, was, was funny because, you know, these, these tiny little Asian girls were doing it. And like, she's sitting there and working on like my, my, my back. And I, she takes a break out and she's like, ah. Oh, Strong man, you so strong. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but like, I got when when the girl was doing like my front, like up here, and then she was like, "All right, turn over now, and take your shirt off or whatever." So I turned over. When I got up to take my shirt off, the girl that was massaging Kate came up and whah, fucking slapped my ass, and she was like, Tee-hee. and I'm like. I hope Kate didn't see that. <laughs> Is it weird I have a boner? I, I'm not going to be able to lay in my belly for at least three minutes. <laughs> but, uh, but no, she didn't see it. I had to tell her afterwards. She was like, oh my God, really? I was like, yeah. She's like, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was It was pretty funny. But the whole experience was great. Um, yeah. Was, uh, so we got we got the book out of the way. You got your travel, engagement, baby. So yeah. What else you, What else you want to cover today? Well, uh, music for sure. Yeah. Um, like I said before, it's part of Aaron Charles, and that is kind of over, I want to say. Like, we've talked about doing stuff, and but that's all it's ever gotten to is yeah. talk. But now, um, I have a new project out. Uh, well, not yet. It's going to be out. Uh, I'm waiting for some, some files, and i got to get into my buddy to record some vocals. But uh, this whole project is it's called Death Speaker. Death Speaker. Death Speaker, yes. Um, and the idea was pretty... Like fucked up, how I got the idea for the first song, um, which actually isn't gonna be the first song. Um, I decided on another one to do like the single for. Yeah, but the idea came from a song where I was like, okay, so <laughs> I have to get into like I was watching a documentary with Kate. It's called um, "Don't Fuck with Cats." Oh yeah, have I watched you, it. You've seen it? Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was and like that's what happens when you show me something like that. Like I'm getting like these serial Angry. killer vibes from this dude. Yeah. So I'm like if you have not watched Don't Fuck with Cats, wow, go do it. Yeah. It's crazy. And listen, I don't even fucking like cats. Like at first I was like, they're just cats. I don't like cats, but I wouldn't fuck with cats. I wouldn't fuck with cats either. And any, if, if I watched someone fuck with a cat, I'd still be angry about it. Right, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an animal lover, but I, I, like, it's hard to say that when I don't like cats. I don't like cats. I think they're fucking bastards. But Some of them are I, assholes. Some of them are cool. Would I hurt a cat? Never. No. Yeah, no never. Not at all. Um, so after that, I was watching that, and then, you know, um, like I said, this is going to sound so fucked up, and maybe it is, but... I was on the way to a gynecology appointment. Not me, but like for her. You get know, your for the baby. Shake. Yeah, get my vagina shake. <laughs> for the baby. And, get a uh, lot of sand in there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> <No joking. laughs> I think it's something with my vagina. <laughs> um, and like the uh, the weather alert went off, and like. The I guess it wasn't an alert, but like a missing person alarm oh, yeah, went yeah. off, 
and that was i mean obviously that's not not a joke and i really hope that everybody that is missing becomes found you know yeah but like and it wasn't even my idea she said yo for that like that crazy like missing person alarm she's like you could totally use that in a breakdown and i'm like yo so i'm like okay writing a song about it so i wrote a song about it and it's kind of fucked up but like with aaron charles even though it's like really heavy and screaming and stuff like that a lot of the message is positive okay you know like the one song i have it's called we called it alexander's arms and like just to give you a sample of like the lyrics that the one lyric is like i won't let you fall behind this world will do anything you can to bind you down but with me by your side we can get through all the obstacles like positive you know and again i told i told stuff about stuff that happened to me and try to make it positive light and so people can relate to it and i want death speaker to be the absolute opposite of that you like fuck the world yeah not even like fuck the world but like i haven't ever gotten a chance to really write dark yeah and as we were speaking of before, like, here I am, person with mental health, being forced to write positive things. Not forced to write, because that's kind of what I wanted to do at the time. But, like, I was writing positive stuff. And, you know, just kind of middle of the line, if not positive, middle of the line stuff. But, like, I want to be true to myself, mm-hmm. you know? And some of the songs are, especially that one that I called, I called it Missing. You can guess what it's about. Yeah. Uh, is not a reflection of self, you know, because yeah. I feel like you can take ideas and write about them. Yeah. But like not like, cause in the past, like I said, in my band, I have written about myself. Mm-hmm. Well, even like for me, you're probably similar, um, situations. I'm a very, I'm very like, there's there's a lot more questions that I would like to ask certain situations and certain people I would like to talk to about certain situations, and I and I feel like some of my questions may be disrespectful, but I have I guess the way I think me is just like I want to know like what that person, but I don't want to bring that person back to a traumatic thing. But like, imagine being someone who was kidnapped or someone who was in the grips of a serial killer or someone who was a serial killer. Like, it kind of kind of interest my brain like what you're going through in that moment mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't know it just it kind of like, not even like in a sick way that it makes me feel good like no i'm legit like right interested yeah um i had that kind of thought with because uh... if you're like a think of it you're like a 14 15 year old kid and you get abducted like at what point do you go into fight or flight mode Really? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, are you just like, do I just listen? Do I cooperate? Or like, did you try to fight and how did that work out for you? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, statistically, and this is not something that, I'm, that that's good, but like, most of those people don't come back. Right. You know what I mean? Which is scary. And sick. And Because a lot of them get sold into fucking like sex slaves. Or they get organ donors. Beaten and, and raped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, by fucking sickos. Um, yeah, so it's just like one of those things like, what? At what point do you like? Because like you think to yourself like if that was me, I would just jump out the fucking van door. You know what I mean? Like, right. but you don't know. You don't right. know what you like that. And that's why I kind of like that. Could be like, bounding gag. You exactly. Could be, like, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I had a similar thought again. Um, reading a like a case file mm-hmm. and uh, about like pedophiles. Yeah. And in this particular case file, in this victim statement, um, this guy said, 
um, he was in there for doing sexual things to a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. And uh, he said in his victim statement, as soon as I saw that boy, I knew that I had to have him. Wow. And, like, while 90% of the population would probably instantly say, that man is fucking sick. And granted, he is, but, like, your brain doesn't tell you to think those things normally. Yeah. So my my thought was, like, what what went wrong? Yeah. What happened to his, like, brain? What happened to him? Like, cause, right. Because a lot of people who are pedophiles were also the victim of sexual assault when they were young. Yep. Um. So it's, like, this weird thing that they have to then take someone else's innocence, but they're not even self-consciously aware of that. Right. And then, like... And this is not me defending pedophilia at all. Like, I think it's fucking horrible. But on the same token, it's... I th- and this is just my opinion, and this is... If, if someone's offended, I'm sorry. The thumbs down button's there. Um, but, like, for a long time, we were very... Like, fuck serial killers, kill them. You know what I mean? And then we started researching them. And now we have a system of, like, stuff that people do to then catch those signs before they get there. Mm-hmm. Do I still think they're serial killers? Yes. But do I think it's a lot less now because you can catch those signs early? Like when your fucking three-year-old is, or your ten-year-old is fucking killing cats and animals and you're like, whoa, we need to get him checked now so he yeah. doesn't turn into Ted Bundy in ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's being done with people, with pedof- like pedophile people. That's true. And I think it should be something we research. Like everyone's like, chemistry castrate them. And I'm like, maybe... But I also think that should be looked into, and I think we should study more and figure out the, the thing right. behind like, it. I'm all for chemi- chemically castrating people who have already done it, but like for the people who... I read this this report one time about pedophiles where this guy was like, he's like, I'm a pedophile, but I haven't committed a crime yet. And I, I he read He has it, an attraction. And I was like, yeah, I was like, he has an attraction, and he started like a support group for people who have this attraction but have never done anything. And I'm like, that's a, that's a fucking hell of a start. You know what I mean? Because like, if you can get with like-minded people and like almost like an AA meeting, yeah, and beat your 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 thoughts down and your your like attraction down, and like that's that's fucking positive for me. Like I'm yeah. cool with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm absolutely cool with that. But more of that needs to happen, and that needs to be social socially acceptable. Just yeah. like I mean, like because we have now in like California and some other states where they're letting people like fucking shoot heroin with nurses present in legally legal like. Yeah, fucking shoot up Canada's areas. Doing it. So then, why can't they're we thinking, have? They're thinking about doing it around here. I heard. Yeah, like in Wilkesbury, which I'm so. kind of for. I'm for it. Uh, here's my thing. A lot of people are always like, "To like, what the fuck, man? We're gonna give away fucking Narcan shots for free, but insulin's five hundred bucks. What the fuck? Don't be mad at the junkie because the fucking pharmaceutical company's overcharging you. You're fighting the you're you're you're, you're attacking the wrong person. Yeah. Um. I have friends who are no longer with us because of heroin. Me too. And if I can go back and be like, hey, you're going through something. Do you want to go to this place and do it? So if you do, if something does go wrong, you're still going to be with us here tomorrow. I would take that opportunity every fucking day of the week so I have another opportunity to maybe get them clean. Yeah. Because I, uh, so I was in an argument, not an argument, but a debate with somebody, and they were like, well, that's fucked up. Just don't do drugs. D- don't do drugs. And I was like, do you like drinking soda? Yeah. Stop drinking soda tomorrow. Never touch another sugary drink ever again. I guarantee you go through withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Caffeine's uh, a drug, by the imagine way. Imagine that on a fucking larger scale, where you're like, you get, you get, vom- you vomit. You, you get physically sick because you don't have that dependence. Yep. 
You know? And well, a lot of people who are on those drugs are fucking people who were pushed into a f medical f uh, pills, and now those pills are no longer available. Like, there's a reason why certain, like, Johnson & Johnson and all these companies are getting sued. Yep. You know, and it's it. I don't know. I'm kind of for the safe, the safe place. You know, and not again, not to a, not to a, the same like effect. But I've been really trying for the past probably two weeks now to lower my soda intake mm -hmm. and start drinking more water. I don't normally ever drink any water. Like the first yeah. day I started this, I drank 80 fluid ounces of water, and that was 80 more than I had ever drank in the past year, probably. And you pee like a racehorse. Oh yeah, I pee so much. Oh my god, but like, I'm like perpetually fucking tired now because i don't have that fucking caffeine in my system all the time you will it, you will get see i did like a 45 day thing where i only drink water you're gonna get to a point where drinking a glass of water will give you energy i hope it does it really does <laughs> yeah like, fuck. Uh, another thing too is, is every time you drink like a water if you're starting to feel fatigue eat an apple uh, that would kill me why i'm allergic <laughs> oh you don't like apples i love apples oh i'm allergic to them what other fruit do you like cantaloupe that you're not gonna die from Cantaloupe? cantaloupe, yeah. Maybe that, that's kind of hard. Like yeah, you can't fucking pack a cantaloupe. I know. Like, but that that, that a banana, a fucking peach. That shit sucks. That shit sucks so much. Like the reason, the, you know, how I found out that I was allergic to apples because I ate one one day because I used to eat them almost every day, and then I was like, <sighs> like, is there one stuck in my throat? <laughs> and my throat literally closed up. Oh fuck me. Yeah, it was great. It's fantastic. So, what are some of your plans with this with this band that you want to get to? Well, see, here's the crazy thing about it is like the I'm just a vocalist. The interviews that everybody who will sidetrack stories, we always get there. <laughs> yeah, I am just a vocalist, as people know. Like I'm learning to play guitar. I can actually kind of play Psychosocial by Slipknot on guitar. Kind oh, of, wow. it's kind of easy. Uh, so that's not a super accomplishment, but these fucking burps, man. The beer burps. Yeah. So the idea is that. Because I'm just a vocalist, I can only do so much, write lyrics and sing or scream. Um, so I've enlisted the help of some local guitarists from different bands. Every track is going to have a different guitarist on it. There's going to be only like maybe six or five or six songs. Um, but so far, I can give you kind of like a, a, a hint of who I got so far. Um, so far, we have... Uh, obviously Zach Campbell from Aaron Charles. Um, we're going to have uh, Jim Thomas and Brandon Fody of The Hands Resist. Mm. They're both writing songs for us, uh, for one song for me. You try Andy Hare? I did not. He's I do need a sixth, so yeah. maybe I will. Another good uh, guitarist who's trying to do some more heavier stuff, Tyler Smarr from Bad Maggie. Okay. Brent, Brent Reber, he's, he's kind of like reforming a new band right now so mm -hmm. hey i mean he there's a lot of awesome guitarists i can throw out your way that maybe just rec we'll record a track with you yeah um billy billy trey yeah mm-hmm mm -hmm. um so who are the other ones that i have there's a possibility um that this this band is they're pretty local i think they're from like harrisburg area they're called flesh of the lotus I've um, heard of them. they're like slam deathcore type yeah stuff. I, i'm still like very out of the loop when it comes to that genre mm. i'm not saying i don't like it i'm just right. saying it's, it's not my go-to but I don't, I don't hate on it mm. yeah and there's a possibility that um hunter heilig from that band will be doing a track i also have um 
God, I'm like drawing a blank. My buddy Sam, who lives with me, he's doing one. Sam. Uh, Sam McCavin is his last name. Okay. He 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 started writing some stuff for us in Aaron Charles, but then it just kind of like we we fell through, so he stopped writing. Yeah. But he he plays. He has an eight string at the house that we play sometimes. So that's okay. gonna be heavy as balls. Yeah. And then uh, the newest confirmation that I just got for guitar is Eddie Collins. Ooh. Yeah. I love Eddie. Yeah. So what a sweetheart. It's like kind of like a dream project for me really like yeah. it gets me the opportunity to finally be the dark the twisted like this is your mental health yeah normally vocals everybody lyrics needs, everybody needs therapy right my therapy is what you're, you're seeing right here so exactly if that helps you clear your mind go for it and it's also like a, a like a sweet 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 showcase of mm -hmm. all the local talent because all these like I I wouldn't have asked these people to do this if I didn't think that it would be fantastic and like that I appreciate what they do for the local scene Eddie yeah. Chris Hunter all these different people like there's there's just so many good guitarists and like I I feel almost out of it but I also know that there's really not a scene here anymore like Aaron Charles went away. Uh, um, Maybe not a heavier scene, but there's definitely a right. music scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but like, there people used to go to the go to the shows to see Aaron Charles, to see uh, uh, now the city, like to see these bands, mm -hmm. and like I, I know Crowbot is huge now, and that's fucking awesome. But like, I feel like the heavy aspect because that's like that's my 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 lifeblood is yeah. heavy, you know. And I think the only thing you really have is the hands resistant faith in exile. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, and they're it, both like the same band for the most part. Most members are all kind of in both. Yeah. There was a there was a time I remember, I don't know, a couple of years back where a buddy of mine that was in a different band was like arguing with this uh, this woman on Facebook about genres of music, and I seen it and I was like, all right, I'm gonna comment on this shit. So I comment on it and she's like, no, you're fucking wrong. Like, what do you know about music anyway? And then this somebody comments and was like, "You realize who you're talking to, right? Like this man is like the face of music in five heavy music in five seven zero. Like you realize who you're talking to, right?" And I'm like, I was very humbled by that, you know. Yeah. I was like, "Hmm, that's that's cool. Like I don't know if I agree with you, <laughs> but like that's cool. Yeah. Because there's I don't know. I just I miss it. I feel like I'm out of the loop with it. If there isn't even a loop to be in, and I like this is all those things combined and just me being able to to be part of something again um you know i'm 30 years old now showing people i still got it yeah you know and uh showcasing local talent too because that's like that sounds like just a dream and if you put a show together you can have each person kind of come up and play yeah i mean i would hope that, that would be awesome i hope that everybody's schedule would be good for that yeah and i would tough. love to but yeah. i mean if it if it ends up just being like a like one guy playing it one guy playing it or like uh just Whoever like an online project yeah I'm cool with it. Like, yeah. I just need it to be out. I want like I want there to be to for that to be out there. And I will say that, like I said, even though the, the album is going to be darker and stuff like that, um, one song is going to be you know dedicated to the people that I lost last year. Mm -hmm. You know, um, namely my friend Ryan from work and Dennis. Dennis, mm -hmm. uh, who so many people around here know, great guy. Uh, so, you know, rest in peace to those two. And yep. I miss them both like, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I miss them both. So in closing, anything you want to get out there, plug? Uh, no, I guess, you know, I just, I just want to remind people that 
don't drink and drive, first of all. Uh, second of all, the book, uh, T-S-O-E-W, book. That's what you can at me on Facebook or just search in The Saga of Eternal War. Um, you know, keep a lookout for... Right now, I don't have a, a Facebook page or anything for Death Speaker because this is actually the first time that I'm saying the name of the band out loud. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I put, Exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? You know? That's the first time I used it. Huh? <laughs> Pretty excited about that. Um, so there was that. I don't have a Facebook page made for that yet. And I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I may just use my own personal Facebook or, and then put it up on Spotify and stuff like that when it finally comes out. Um, but yeah, you know, just, just the normal stuff that I, I, I like to plug. I'm not even going to do my Twitch thing because I'm not really even streaming right now. But mm-hmm. if you want to check out the stream, when I do stream, it's uh, twitch.tv slash Denari. That's D-E-N-A-A-R-I. Um, but just like I said, just the normal stuff, man. If you, I'm, I'm out here, you know, if anybody needs any help. I know I'm not a fucking psychologist, but if you're going through a tough time, man, please talk to somebody. Yep call there's the you know, the suicide hotline call me look me up on facebook do something because mm-hmm. like like i said I, I lost two very 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 important people to me last year and i know it wasn't from anything like that but like i want people to know that there's somebody out there that will listen and, to their and this if you ever want to come on and just talk um this platform is always available and if you don't want to do it recorded just come and hang out just talk the table's always open absolutely but other I, than that, I got nothing. Yeah. You know, I just, well, I appreciate you coming through again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate all, it. Anytime you want, man, it's always here. I always tell people they don't, they don't ever take me up on it, but <laughs> a few people do. Um, uh, I love it. Yeah. 2020 is going to be a cool year. We have a lot going on. Um, just keep hit that subscribe button and keep following us. Um, if you're someone who does listen to just the video, definitely go check out the audio stuff. Cause there's a lot of bonus episodes. Especially if you're a fan of the other shows, there's stuff that's on there that you may not know exists. There's stuff that we just do audio only. It's like exclusive to the audio stuff, uh, and then we do like unboxings, what's exclusive to the video. So we have a lot of neat stuff. But yeah, definitely go check that out. And um, yeah, uh, merch store you can go grab some cool stuff, and then check out the links below for his stuff. And we appreciate your uh, support. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you. Yeah. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Athletic at the peak of my life. Slipped a couple times. I was speeding on ice. Never took a risk. Then you cheating your life. You never took a risk. Then you cheating your life. It's a hole in my heart, probably never be filled. And part of me thinks it'll never be healed. I lost some of my family to the dope. Overflow my mind with positive vibes, that's how I cope They ask if I stop, I tell them no Speak foul on my name, clean your mouth, that was so I'm crying right now while I'm writing this shit I'm dying inside just from fighting this shit Amidst all the darkness, I see light in this bitch Give me one small spark and I'm igniting this bitch